Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 124 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, we have Jessica Stewart from Glow Getters or GlowGetters207.com. She's up in Bangor, Maine. She has a wonderful story about her journey through the sunless industry, lots of highs and lows, ups and downs, changes in her life from having a baby to relocating and all the things in between. This is a great story of perseverance, consistency, uh, working hard. She shares some exciting things through her journey, including like finding her ideal client. A lot of people don't focus on that. She said that is what actually set her on the course and the right path, which is quite amazing. She's seen a ton of growth in the past two years in her business. So make sure you check out this episode, listen in to what she's done to get to where she is today. It's quite amazing to hear. Jess, thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And as always, the Happy Tans podcast is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Not only do we help you look good online, we also help you get found online, which is equally, if not more important than the others. So make sure you check us out, happytans.com. Click on the Create Your Website button to learn more. We'll help you set up your website. It'll be professionally designed, developed, and also it'll get found online. We take care of all the SEO or search engine optimization to help you get found locally in your area. Come check us out, happytans.com. Click the Create Your Website button to get started. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you so much for listening. Again, thank you so much, Jess, for sharing your story. I hope everybody has a beautiful day and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jess from Glow Getters in Bangor, Maine. How are you doing today, Jess? I am great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to to, uh, join us today to share your story. I'm excited to learn more about you uh, and your business up there in Maine. So I'll open up the floor for a minute for those that don't know you or haven't heard of your business. I would love for you to give us a little back story about you and how you got into this industry and anything else you'd want to share to, to kind of get us up to speed to where you are today. Okay. Um, well, uh, my name is Jess. Uh, I live in Maine right now. I've been spray tanning for 11 years. Um, I got my start when I was in LA. Um, and yeah, I got my start when I was in LA. Um, and then now I own a uh, skincare line for post post care products for sunless tanning. And then I also have a seven room salon suite in Bangor, Maine. And there's like a whole lot of stuff that happened in between moving to LA and getting all of that, I guess. So, I mean, I could tell like seven, 17 different stories, I guess. (laughs) So um, when I moved to LA, like I never had any intentions of being a spray tan artist at all. You know, I kind of moved there and I didn't want to be famous, I guess, you know, but I did want to like be around the stars. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. to be in that, like that area, I guess, you know, where things were happening. Um, so I had like, you know, I didn't really have that much money and, uh, like I was just like, well, things like always come up when you're here, you know? So I'm just going to send it full send, you know, I had 600 bucks in my bank account. I remember I was like getting on the plane. My dad's like, how much money do you have? I'm like, twelve hundred dollars because I was like trying to make him feel better and he's like that is nowhere near enough and I was thinking to myself like if I had twelve hundred dollars I feel like I'd be great you know (laughs) and um so I moved down there and like I had applied for some jobs before I moved but this was like way before COVID so that you had to be there for interviews you couldn't be doing like any like 
interviews. So I, um, I had like, they'd, I'd gotten callbacks right away for interviews and I wasn't there. So I was like, I'm just going to have to wait till I get there. Obviously it's like not that hard to get a job. So mm. I, uh, get out there and I'm applying at places and, uh, like, so like, I wanted to be like a bartender, you know, and I wanted to, it's like, I wanted to, you know, be a bartender for like Scott Disick and like the Kardashians were going to like me. It was just like this whole like <laughs> plan, of, like what I wanted. And, uh, I get out there and it's like, you need to have like headshots to be a bartender to like have with like a good spot. And I don't have headshots. And like, I gave, um, this man I met on like, uh, some housing site, like half my money for like the rent or whatever. And, uh, so it's like, I don't even have 600 bucks to give them for these headshots. So I just start applying everywhere. Like I'm juice shops, anything. I play like every place and nowhere's like calling me back. I'm like, this was a horrible idea. And uh, maybe this wasn't the best. And my mom's like, stop using Uber Eats, my debit card for Uber Eats. And I'm, like, I'm going to starve to death, you know? <laughs> like, And uh, so I finally, I go on Craigslist, you know, which I'm like, eat to like find a job. And I see like this tanning salon and I worked at um, a tanning salon for like a few weeks one time um in Maine or whatever like a big chain and I was like I could do that right so like I apply I I obviously like fudge how long I worked at this tanning salon for you know make it sound really good Mm -hmm. and they call me like an hour later and they were like that looks great you know when can you come in for an interview and I'm like um anytime I'm doing nothing you know and they uh (laughs) when you're in LA like you know, different areas, like, you know, Hollywood and all that. Like when you look in the address, it just says Los Angeles. So like you have, I had no idea where I was going. I just put it in the Uber and I kind of was like, maybe this is sketchy. Like there was just like this, like CNN thing that had come on that was, um, like about like people putting cameras in like tanning salons and like sketchy tanning salon owners. So I was like, maybe this is weird. Maybe I shouldn't go, but then I'm like, whatever. What's the worst that could happen. Right. (laughs) um, (laughs) So I like put it in the Uber and it pulls up and it's like, this like beautiful spot in like West Hollywood and like it's mm. nice, beautiful, big, clean salon. And I'm like, I instantly like get nervous because like, I like Quan, I was like, well, whatever, you know? And um, I'm like, I need to get this job. So I like go in or whatever. And you know, the guy, he's really nice. And he's like, he worked at like Sundance city or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I worked there for two years. I was uh, <laughs> the manager. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> because I just like decide I really need this job and he was like wow that's great that's great you know and he was like what what uh system did you guys use and I was like I don't know how I remembered this but I was like Sunlink and he's like oh yeah that's what we use too I was like great you know like, <laughs> you're gonna know how to do everything I'm like oh yeah definitely and um so he was like have you ever done you guys don't do custom airbrush tanning there and I was like no we do not and he was like would you want to learn and I was I was like, well, I could use all of the training hours that I could get, but I am not meticulous. I'm not someone that's good at like doing your fingernails or your makeup. Like I've never been like very like detailed like that, you know? So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be very good, but I'll learn, you know? And he was like, well, we have two girls or whatever. And, um, you could just be a backup. So I'm like, okay, sure. He's like, well, this (laughs) looks great. Um, if you want to, I, I just have to call Suntan City and check your reference. And as long as that's good, like you're hired. And I was like, okay, perfect. He's like, you didn't put a number down for the salon. And I'm like, okay. Um, and so I like, I'm like, oh, I got it right here. Hold on. And I give him like my sketchy aunt's number, you know, like the one <laughs> like she's sketchy. Right. But she'll lie for me for sure. So I call her up and I was like, um, a California number is about to call you. I need you to answer. You say Suntan City. You say I was the best employee you've ever had. She's like, <laughs> okay, got it. You know, and uh, 
she like hangs up and then the, he calls back. He's like, wow, they really loved you. You know, I was like, <laughs> why wouldn't they, you know? And uh, I ended up, I worked there for five years and I became the manager of that salon. And uh, like I, I, we, I tanned like celebrities, like within like six weeks of moving to LA, I was like tanning, you know, like, like in, not like huge celebrities, but like, like the Insta famous and like sure. uh, reality stars and stuff like that. And it was, it was crazy. You know, I lied to get that, but like, you know, that's just in the details, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So you found your way, kind of got your feet under you, you know, back against the wall, obviously people, you know, we'll do anything, you know, to pr- protect ourselves. And so that was what you had to do to get there. So you got to kind of get your feet under you five years, you worked there. And then what was the next, uh, obviously you're back in Maine now. So what was the next step? How did that all unfold? Well, um, I found out that I was five months pregnant. (laughs) Um, I had no idea. And I was going to like trying to get insurance and stuff. And I was like, really, I was really like stuck on staying in California, but Mm -hmm. it was not working out. And like, and so I ended up, I packed all my stuff up and I moved back home and I like had, I was going to go right back. You know what I mean? Where I'll have the kid, I'll go right back. And, um, I got back here. And well, and my dad, my dad really wanted me to go. Cause like, you know, his grandchild, he wanted me to come back home from Maine sure. to me. And, um, so he like bribed me. He's like, I'll help you pay for a spray tan gun. And, uh, I use like an evolve gun in California. Yep. So that's like a big buy. It's oh, like, yeah. like, I think $3,000 for the package or something like that. And like, I couldn't have, you know, I was in LA and like, I, I was doing great, like money wise, but everything's so expensive. And I just, I, I didn't have like any savings LA is expensive you yeah, know I had like little studio apartment and it was nothing to it and not even in the best part of town and it was like 1600 and I was just so happy with that but like <laughs> um so my dad had offered to like help me pay for a gun so I was like okay sure you know I got that and I um I remember like I was like looking and I was like trying to think of like what would my name be you know what I mean and I like yeah. I swear to you when I saw, thought of glow getters like, I really thought I made that up. Like, I really thought, like, I just did something <laughs> like that's so funny, you know? Like, and then it's like, of course, there's like hundreds of glow getters. Obviously, I'd like seen it or heard it somewhere, but like, I really did think it was an original name when I made it up. It's just funny. Like, yeah, yeah. See that everywhere. Um, so I moved back here. I had my baby, my son, Gannon. Um, he is, he's gonna be five in June, actually. Wow. And, um, so I moved back here and I first, you know, and I had like a big head cause I, it's like, I'm going to my hometown, but do you know where I've been? Like I've tanned these people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to make spray tans happen in Bangor, Maine. Cause like, if you Google search, there was nothing except for like the booths. And I was like, that's me. I'm going to do it. You know, but I had no idea how to market. I had no idea like on that end of things. Like I had, you know, inventory had helped with all that, but like the marketing side was always my boss, you know, and also mm-hmm. it was a, it was like a 30 year old salon, you know what I mean? They were like very established. Um, so I just, I had no idea what I was doing and I like could not give a tan away. Like I literally, like I was trying to sell them for like $20 um, and p- no one really wanted it. It's like, I kept lowering my price. I thought like, if I could just get these people in and they get a tan, they're going to know how good they are. I'll just raise my prices after that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that did not work. <laughs> Not even like, so I, you know, kind of like, like I got real defeated by it. You know, I'd like a lot of this money and like, I I had all these big plans and like, it just, it was like, you know, sometimes I think you need to be like a little humbled, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And uh, that was that moment for me. And so like, I would do like a couple here and there, um, 
like nothing crazy. And then I, um, I, I ended up, I got like a hair salon, like some hair person had come to me and like, she was like, you should come to my salon. I was like, I've already done that. Like, I don't make enough to like pay the booth rent there. Like I, it's just not my thing. She's like, no, no, no. Like I'll like just do a percentage of your tan. She was just wanted like $5 per tan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like crazy. I don't know why she was so nice to me, but she was. And so I had moved in there and then COVID happened, you know, total shutdown. And, um, so yeah, it hadn't really started taking off in the hair salon, like always. Cause like, I just feel like, I still had no idea what I was doing or like how to attract the right people. Yeah. And, um, and I was, you know, I was marketing for, I was, I was like on sale, like it's only this much, like those <laughs> kind of things, like those market towards people that like are cheap, you know what I mean? And they want yeah. the cheapest spray tan. And if somebody else is, has another spray tan, then they're, they don't have any loyalty to you. They're just going to the next cheap one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, that's like the couponers or whatever. I, I mean, I'm a couponer. I like coupons, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> like that kind of thing. And so, you know, I'm in COVID and like, I think that maybe we all were like, where did we go wrong in life? You know, I'm like on the internet and like, I'm on like Pinterest kind of like just looking at like spray tan stuff, I guess, randomly. And um, you know, I started just seeing like some marketing things and some marketing ideas. And I just started like, you know, we had all the time in the world then. So I just was like, kind of like going through it and, and, you know, it was like, like, who's your ideal client. And that's like, I just remember I saw like market for the client you want, not the ones you have. And I was like, what mm-hmm. kind of client do I want? You know what I mean? And like the, the answer to that is like, I would like what, like my, you know, ideal client is, um, 25 to 30, 25 to 40, um, woman that likes nice, nice things and is willing to pay a little bit more to have something that's a little bit nicer. You know, Mm -hmm. those are the people that I should market for. And so once I figured that out, um, and I made a website, I, you know, we had all this time. I'm like, I'm just clicking away. And like, uh, I relaunched it in, uh, I started the whole thing in like January, 2021. And I like officially relaunched. I made my own little backdrop um, (laughs) out of like plywood with my dad. And I relaunched in March of 2021 with that, you know, and like an aesthetic on my Instagram. I actually made an Instagram at first. I hadn't made an Instagram for my business because I was like, kids are on Instagram and they don't buy stuff, (laughs) you know? So I didn't even make an Instagram. And uh, so yeah, March, 2021. And by the end of May, 2021 I was doing like a hundred spray tans a week um yeah the middle of summer I had to get done I like I had cut down to like one day at my bartending job and like I had to let that go because it was so crazy um I opened up my own studio in like uh we got the keys on August 1st of 2021 and uh like my own thing I had two employees by September it was crazy it just like yeah. yeah. So when you, awesome. when you first started, uh, when you first reopened in March, was that like a home studio? No, that was at that hair salon. Oh, the hair salon. Okay. Yep. They okay. had like held the spot for me or whatever. And uh, yeah, cause they, it's just like a room that they hadn't used. And then it, it just like, but you know, and I loved them, they were so good to me, but like, uh, you know, a hair salon is like a different vibe kind of yeah. here. People are there to relax. You're there for like an hour and a half, two hours. And I had hundreds of people in and out, you know, 30 minute tans. Like I'm just running back and forth. They're like, what is that girl doing? You know, but like, (laughs) it just kind of like was, you know, I just felt like I, like this got too busy. I got to go. And I got this little studio that had, it was like two and a half rooms. And so it was perfect for me then. And, uh, 
you know, I was there for a while. And then we started kind of in that building, like we got I had with the employees and it just kept going. And um, we were took over another office space for another spray tan room and then another one. And then um, the seven room salon suite this summer in 2022 opened up and uh, we we moved in there. So now we have plenty of room. Um, That's amazing. Oh yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. A couple good, a couple of things I'll pull from what you were talking about there. First, I think, you know, the kind of the discount, uh, tans, uh, and, you know, Groupon type, that's the name I was trying to think of a Groupon, you know, those yeah. kind of clients, uh, you know, a lot of people start out and they're like, how do we get people in the door? Right. So they go cheaper prices. Maybe they don't feel like they're worth, you know, some kind of self-worth thing. Like, hey, I don't know that much. I can't charge this much, but at the end of the day, you know, price is a, you know, right. Price. If you have to set yourself apart, right. You need a unique uh, selling position or proposition, whatever. How are you different from everybody else? Price, you know, there's always going to be somebody that can go cheaper, right? So you, you can't really compete on price. So you have to right. find another way to compete, which obviously you learned uh, the hard way and you're able to share that now. And I really like what you said about market for the clients you want, not the ones that you have. Um, and we've talked in the past about it. And we've, you know, there's places you can download client avatar worksheets to get an idea of like, who is your ideal client? And I don't think a lot of people even spend time defining that. And I think part of that reason is that they get called and like, hey, if I if this is my ideal client, I'm going to have to turn everybody else away. And that's not the case. It's just like you want to know who you're trying to market for. Like you, Jess, I think you're able to take a step back and say, these are the people I want to serve. Like, how do I attract them? And then you right. kind of are able to work backwards and say, I need X, Y and Z. I need this kind of aesthetic. I need all this kind of stuff to attract those people. And then you're able to obviously expand from there, but at least some kind of starting point to like figure it out, right? Like some brands are a little bit more brash, some of them are funny, some of them are happy. You know, there's all these different things. So you kind of need to find out who you want to attract with that branding. So I think that's a great, that was great that you were able to figure that out, figure that out. Obviously it was hard and you went through a lot of struggles, but that ultimately, you know, prepared you to get to where, to where you are today. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And like, I always say like glow cutters is for everybody. You know, we, um, we, any size, any person, any age, it does not matter, but like marketing. Cause like I do some trainings with some girls and I'm like, that is a different thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's yes. Everybody can come to glow getters, but like you put out, it's almost like you put out a big, huge fishing net. There's going to be lots of holes that you slip through. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You really want to. And the thing about it is, is like, so the, the 25 to 40 year olds. Yeah. Like I want the 50, 60, 70 year olds. I, anytime, but <laughs> who, where do they go for their, like, what's cool information? They go to the 25 to the 40 year olds <laughs> and they tell them where they should go for spray tans. So yeah. like, want like who, what, who's everyone listening to? It's the, the cool kids on Instagram. You know what I mean? And yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it worked, you know, <laughs> yeah, it definitely did. So out of all the moments you shared, obviously there's some, definitely some struggles in there. What would you say was the most challenging point in your business? I mean, it, like, I, I guess it would be, it was, it was really defeating to not be able to get any clients, you know, like it was, I guess it wasn't like one little moment, but it was, I remember like in, um, like April of 2021, someone said like, oh, wow, you're going to take off. And I was like, don't even like I said spray tanning has broken my heart so many times like there's just no way you know um it really I it it was almost like I couldn't believe that it was taking off like in my head I'm like this is almost over like I just feel like this was just a little rush or something like um that like slow failure for like well over a year that that was hard you know 
Yeah, absolutely. Definitely challenging. It's hard to keep your head up, but I'm glad you're able to do that. And you know, that the pandemic sounds like it almost gave you an opportunity to reset. And and like you said, we had so much time, right? Because we're like, we, we, we're not even going anywhere. So what do you do? Like you dedicated that time to getting ahead, which was great that you were able to do that because it was easy for people to get caught in that and get down and, uh, you know, understandably so nobody knew what was going to happen. But uh, it was great that you were able to kind of grow from that. And, and then on the flip side of that, what's been the best moment so far in your business? Um, <laughs> I mean, there's just been there's been so many great moments, honestly, like, you know, we got we got the best tanning salon in um, our area, which no spray tan salon had ever done. Um, and you know, like just, uh, like a week ago I went out to Arizona, a bride flew me out to spray tan her, um, for her wedding. That was like, awesome. I, I just, I, and I love going to the conventions with spray tanning and meeting new people. Um, last year, like, so we, we went in 2021, we moved into the salon and, uh, that first suite. And then, I was like retailing all of these products or whatever I was purchasing them. And like, you know, I felt like, like I um, always am like very particular. Like I really think that like the education of like how to prepare for the tan, how to take care of the tan is so important. And I feel like that is what sets um, glow getters apart is that Mm. we actually take the time to explain to you how to take care of it. And I felt like these products, you know, they were pretty good. Right. But like, there was always like something on the ingredient list that was like, kind of like something that I had also said, I didn't really like for them for the tan. So I kind of almost felt like I was like a hypocrite a little bit, you know? Um, And I was, I don't know like why, but it was like February of 2022. And I was like, how hard could it be? Maybe I should just make my own, you know what (laughs) I mean? And, um, you know, it was like, it was a little bit of the slower season and I was like, I'm just going to order some ingredients. We'll just check it out. And, uh, so I like in March, I started making my own soaps and lotions. Um, and that turned into like, now we sell in 21 different States at all of these spray tan salons. Um, it like, it just over overnight kind of took off and that, and it's really the marketing of it. Uh, they say like, they say like funny things on the labels, you know, yeah, when you go, <laughs> yeah, you know, when you go and, you know, there's like, I don't know, like don't do Coke in the bathroom, like candle in someone's bathroom. And like, you take, um, you take like a picture of it and you put it on your story. Cause it's just like, Oh, that's a, that's a hilarious candle, you know? Yeah. Slay. Um, I see a sleigh all day here. That's, yeah. Day. Yeah. Yeah. We got like big booty bitches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got all kinds of stuff like that. And, um, you read like the, like, what's it smell like? And it's got like little, like kitschy things. I don't know. I just rattle off all the time. Um, <laughs> and so I just write these labels. They're like unhinged and people love them. And it's just like, so it sells in other people's salons too. Cause they market themselves. Everyone just like takes a recording, you know, snaps a pic and like tags that salon. It's just like, I don't know how it really took off so much, but it did, you know, <laughs> and I, that's also why we moved into that seven room salon this summer. Cause you know, you're making like 20 soaps at your house and it's like, it's cool. It's whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden we're making 250 and I, my house is just like completely dedicated to like soaps and lotions and like yeah. everything everywhere. It was like, I had to get that out of my house and like mm-hmm. into an actual, like, we actually have like this whole, like, it's a huge kitchen set up in the back of that um, the new salon. And it's all like, you know, what's a kitchen and uh, what's a laboratory. It's just like a kitchen that 
you don't make food in, you know what I mean? So that's what we, um, we just dedicated that to our soaps and lotions. And I have like really good employees that have helped me because I'm not, I'm not like the, the ordering. I look at those like shipping notifications and like this person wants this, this, and this, and like to organize that, that's not, that's not a me thing. I can write a unhinged label, but I cannot like do the shipping. So I've had like Mm -hmm really great employees that have like helped me kind of do those things. And it like, you know, being a boss and learning to delegate, like it's been a struggle, but like, it really does help, you know, like having Absolutely. other people that have other strengths, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's hard to let go of the control, but it's good to find people that kind of fill in the voids or where you're not as strong or you don't enjoy. Right. Cause at the end of the day, you should be happy with, uh, with what you're doing there. So that's the toxic uh, skincare, which you can find on the website there. Glowgetters 207. We'll link all that stuff too. If people want to check it out, pretty funny labels and stuff, you know, and it, it might fit, it might not fit some people's vibes, but some, it might, it depends on their, you know, kind of their uh, clientele and stuff. I think. Yes. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and you'd be surprised. Cause there's yeah. like, you know, some older, like, you know, like you like reserved kind of women that come in and they just like crack up and they buy one of the soaps. But um, <laughs> we do also do like uh, private labeling. You can get your custom label. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. For like all kinds of different salons. So it's like in, you know, it's a good deal. Like it's uh, we do like a I'll design the label for you. You can pick it and then per order, it's just like ten dollars and we'll print them all off for you. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. People definitely check that out and reach out. Uh, we'll, we'll link all that stuff so people can do that. Uh, Jess, so for you, if you had to pinpoint one thing that has made the most difference in your business, like it's helped you grow the most, get the most clients in the door, what would you say that number one thing is? Um, you know, uh, like if you were to read the reviews on Glowgetters, um, it would it like 90% of them talk about like how like me or one of my employees made them feel. Um, yeah. I think that like, you know, I just, I let go of that, like professional, like, like, you know, you were, I'm a professional obviously, but like, like, I just kind of talk to them like they're my friend, you know what I mean? And uh, so like most people is like, you know, you want to be there because like people like a regular salon, if it's like, if they're not if they're not your friend or anything, like you'll just go to the next one. You know what I mean? Like when that's your, when that's your buddy, they remember your name and like they, you guys talk about whatever, you know, you're going to go back there. Cause why would you not want to go back to your friend? Like that was a great experience, you know, and you felt comfortable and, you know, I will, when I have like five stories that I like that slap and I will tell those to people. Cause you know, people come in and they're, they're like, sometimes I have people that are like shaking, they're nervous. Mm -hmm. And I just rattle off on a story. And like, they, they always say like, I just forgot that I was naked. You know what I mean? And uh, (laughs) I don't know like how you did that, but I had no idea. And like, I guess that's just kind of like, like humanizing myself, you know what I mean? And like, just kind of like being on the same level as the client and not as if like, I'm like this, the person giving them the service, I guess that's such like a, like a, I don't know what the word I'm trying to think of is, I guess, I I keep thinking of like professional, like a professional service where you're like, yeah, it's just, it's just not very friendly. It's just kind of like, Hey, come in get this done and get out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And it's important for people to be comfortable, obviously, especially with the service where you're basically naked in front of people. So (laughs) exactly. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So for you, uh, did you, uh, or what type of, um, uh, products and equipment do you use nowadays? Oh, well, I am a, um, I'm a, F- a Fuji ambassador. We sell that on our website too. Uh, 
I did use like um, other brands and stuff, but I switched over to Fuji and I've, you know, I've tried five or six brands, honestly. And they, it's like, it goes on like velvet, the Fuji one. I like, it blows me out of the water. I love that gun so much. Um, That's what I use. And then we have for a solution, we use four or five different brands Mm -hmm. and like all the different colors. Um, I don't think that they're, you know, is one brand that has it all and does everything, no. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, they all have their kind of like advantages and disadvantages. And I think that you really limit yourself if you become stuck on one brand, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think most people nowadays, you know, used to be, it was like people would be one brand. Now there's so many options out there that people are expanding. They have different ones, you know, wedding, cold months, warm months, you know, skin tones, et cetera. So that's good. Good right. to, to have that and find what works for you. Stick with it, uh, you know, and then focus on other things that help grow the business uh, for sure. So I was, I was actually, before we get around here, the, you know, the last question, Oh, by the way, did you, did you have any training or was it just through that salon where you worked in LA that you just kind of uh, hands on? Yeah. Well, no, they, like, I did like a training through, through that, like, you know, mm-hmm. they, uh, they were like with uh, the Evolve company, which was um, mm-hmm. with Sunless at that point. And so yeah. we had that and I did some, you know, I had, they, we probably spray tanned all of three people and I, they were like, you're good to go, you know, but it's <laughs> like, it was way back. Like it was 11 years ago. And like, it, that was, I, I didn't feel very trained. Like, I didn't feel like I knew exactly what I was doing, but like, that was like the, the norm back then, you know? Yeah. And, and since then I've taken, um, more training I've done. Um, you know, I go, I've gone to like the, the spray tan, what are they conventions or whatever they have mm-hmm. training there and online and done like I'm master certified. I became like a certified trainer. You know, I've done, I've like, I've, I'm always interested in, even if I feel like, Oh, I know a lot, like I've done this for 11 years. I always want to hear what's the newest opinion. You know what I mean? What's mm-hmm. the, newest technique what are people doing like how like i i feel like um to shut to say like oh like i already i'm i'm trained you know you kind of like you have people have that vibe sometimes and it's like it just shuts you off from mm-hmm. new information and i think that there's always going to there could always be a better way to do it you know yeah. what i mean there could always be some some hack some trick so um i in that sense like i'm constantly i still take trainings and stuff if i see a trainer on Instagram or something, and I want to see what they're doing. I just, I'll pay for it. You know, (laughs) that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's a great mindset to have always wanted to learn and get better at what you do. I think when, once you close off and think, you know, all is when you kind of stop growing, obviously, which is not good. So it's, it's important to keep that, that mindset open for you. I was, I was looking at your uh, Instagram here. This is pretty interesting. The, the uh, 2022 stats that you guys have up here is quite amazing. The numbers that you have. I know. <laughs> I know. To, you yeah. laid out like that. It's not. Yeah. 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 So just to put that in perspective for the people that are listening, check out uh, obviously the Glow Getters 207 Instagram, but 6,780 tans in, in 2022, which is a lot a lot of tans, you know, to over 2,300 clients, 226 brides, a lot of solution here, 196 gallons. So that's pretty amazing. Um, obviously, you got the teeth whitening in there as well as, as in addition to the number of um, jars of toxic uh, skincare you, you made. And then obviously, an important one, there are 108 uh, five-star Google reviews, which helps you stand out as well. Right. That's yeah. Amazing. And that really is, you know, Google, like I tell people all the time, and I'm sure that, you know, too, cause you do the websites like Google when I'm looking for a place, like 
I'm, I am always Googling, you know, taco stand near me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, and so people, that's where they go is Google and you have to have a Google presence on there. And how Mm -hmm. do you tell Google that you're legitimate with those reviews? You know, so I've really, I've sent links out to people and had like offers for it. And now, you know, when you go to, to whatever spray chance near me or whatever, it said we're number one. So that, and that's why, you know, I don't have an ad out or anything like that on Google. It's just with those views yeah that's amazing yeah a lot of hard work to get there uh just before i ask the last question i want to thank you for sharing your time and experience with us you've been through a lot of ups and downs a lot of challenges there you know a lot of people would have uh, quit on the way so congrats to you for continually uh keeping your your head down and working through all that to get to where you are today i'm sure there's a lot more growth to come excited to to watch that um if anybody has any questions what's the best way to reach out to you um, you could reach me on Instagram, um, which is the, I'm, I use glow getter 207, but we also have the toxic skin 207, either of those. Um, I check all the time where you could email me if you wanted to, um, Jess at glowgetter 207.com. Awesome. Awesome. Jess. Well, thank you. And the last question I have for you is if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? I would say just. I guess I would say like, don't give up, you know, uh, figure out how to market would definitely be in that letter, you know, like, uh, um, you know, I, that, like, I guess it's, you know, more than anything, the, the, the consistency is why I am where I am right now is because just like small little actions over and over and over again, they really add up to something. Consistency is key, you know? Yeah, consistency is key. We've I've definitely sent out an email about that in the past. It's probably years ago at this point, but it is it, it is true. It's like the the daily things that you do uh, add up, right? You're not going to go in and um, uh, train for a marathon in a week, but if you run every day for you know six months, you'll certainly get there. And it's the same with business. It's the same with life. Anything you want to dedicate to, you got to put in the time and effort. You got to, like you said, not give up. Uh, and definitely learn to market. Part of the reason for the podcast was to focus. The main reason for the podcast was to focus not so much on the products and just on the business side. Obviously, one of the most important aspects of that is the marketing. So my hope is that people listen to, you know, whatever we have well over 120 interviews now, listen to a handful of them and listen to the consistencies or what people did, like what did Jess do? What did so-and-so do to, to market their business? And does that work for you? Have you tried that, right? It's important to, to focus on that. Like you said, obviously, Google, the reviews, uh, the website, all that stuff's important. Um, taking care of your clients, explaining to them, doing all that stuff. Uh, finding your finding out who your ideal client is, right? Market to the people you want, not the ones you have. So all that's wonderful, Jess. I appreciate your time and, and your story and sharing that with us. Thank you so much for, for spending time with us today. I hope you have a great day and happy tanning. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.